Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, my name is Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for joining us in a new episode of Forgotten People, episode three. Let me clear something up. Forgotten People was created for the disenfranchised. It was originally created for the mentally ill. It was originally created for the disenfranchised people of Los Angeles and other states, if we can get in touch with them. I was talking to doctors, psychiatrists, uh, all kinds of people that were involved with the homeless population in America. And the problem of homelessness and mental illness. I decided to change the format to Black Lives Matters. And Forgotten People has no, no distinction on, 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 on black men and women in America. That you are forgotten, that we think you are forgotten or anything that you might perceive that that title pertains at all. It was originally created for the mentally ill, for the disenfranchised uh, human beings that lived in Skid Row and were put in a prison unjustly uh, for just being you know, off their meds or they didn't want to take meds or they just didn't understand or they didn't have the money to or they didn't have the representation or the advocates. I had doctors, I had psychiatrists, psychologists. I had a lot of people on the show for those things. I changed the format now for Black Lives Matters because this is what has always mattered to me. And this show is called what it is. I'm sorry. I'm not going to change the the title of the show. It's, It's it's called, you know, Forgotten People. I mean, and I'll be honest with you, it's not so far off. I'll be honest with you. Um, forgotten People is pretty much what we're standing up for. So let's bring on Vincent Ward, our guest. And we've been waiting for him for a long time. I I hope I can hear him because I was trying to hear him earlier, but I, I couldn't hear him. So let's put it on the claptrack here and bring him on. Hey, I'm here, brother. Oh, Vincent. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I thought I had a great voice. Let's listen to you. <laughs> well, I heard you. I tried to make mine a little deeper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're having a competition here. You know, you've been doing some... <laughs> You've been doing some great things. I, I've been watching you and, and going in your fatigues and going out to Los Angeles and, and, and really sticking up for, or, or, or not Los Angeles, but going out and, and speaking up for, you know, what you believe in. How has mm-hmm. it been? 
How's it been for you? You know what? It's it's been positive, but of course you get some negatives. You know, everybody's not going to agree. And I always say, you, you know, we can agree to disagree, but we still have to be respectful towards one another. And, you know, I've been called racist. I've been called out my name. I've been right. told that, you know, they're not going to support me anymore, you know, because of what I believe. And I'm like, I'm fine with that because I believe in everybody being treated equally and fairly. So if right. that's not what you believe in, then we don't have anything in common anyway. So right. I'm fine with that. You know, I just, um, you know, even from like my mom and my wife, you know, they get a little concerned for the simple fact that, they don't want anything to happen to me, you right. know, meaning when I go to these conventions and, you know, people know where I might be and if I'm getting into an argument with somebody online. They know me, but I don't know them. But like right. I tell them, I'm not going to stop um, preaching the, the truth on what's going on in this world. Right. You know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But I told them, don't worry, because you know, I'm protected by the man above because I'm right. not doing anything negative. I'm just speak, speaking positive. And I had an interesting, uh, I guess you say a conversation going back and forth with a, a Trump supporter. And at, at the end, to make a long story short, at the end, he was like, no, no, hey. make it long, please. Yeah. Well, at the end, you know, after going back and forth, you know, cause he was like, well, you know, some people shouldn't be, uh, uh, if the, if the officer tell them to freeze, they shouldn't be, you know, moving around. They shouldn't be doing this or they shouldn't be doing that. And I, and you know, uh, it's white cops to kill white people. And why does it have to be black lives matter? I'm like, can you, can you show me an incident where a black cop shot a white, a white person and got, and especially got, got away with it. And the man, you know, he took him a while to respond and he was like, no, I've never heard of it. I said, it's, yeah, I understand people say it's all lives matter, but right. what's going on right now is only black people are getting killed by white right. cops and getting away with it. All lives matter is usually the speculation of the alt-right and the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, they usually put out that statement of all lives matters. And uh, we've had that we've had that situation with friends of ours on Instagram right. and Facebook, you know, several friends of ours who put on All Lives Matters and we've contacted them and each one of them put that down. You know, you are perpetuating the, the statement of the Ku Klux Klan and white supremacy of All Lives Matters. Right. That's really not the point of what we're speaking about right now. Black Lives exactly. Matters is because of what's going on right now. Right. And then, you know what, I, I believe in everything happens for a reason. And what I mean by that is is, is even when you go back towards the um, Ahmaud Arbery situation, okay, uh, the pandemic, uh, the Breonna Taylor, and now the George Floyd, look what's happening. Everybody is off work. Now, if everybody was at work, we probably, people probably wouldn't be marching. You know, now people really have time to sit down and look at the news, look at the social media to see what's going on because they're not at work. They don't have anything to take away from their uh, attention. 
And most of the times when, 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 negative three, when negative things happen, it always comes in threes. And right now, we're at, th- we're at the third one with George Floyd. So I think this is a time for everybody to sit down, to really and truly see, like, wow, okay, uh, maybe they might have a point here. We, as African Americans, we see it because we've gone through it, you know, most of our lives. But to really be able to sit down as a Caucasian or or, or Hispanic right. or Indian or Asian, you really get to see it because it's in your face all day. Because the pandemic was in your face all day. But right now, the racism is in your face all day. So it gets to a point where you might have to say, okay, maybe they do have a point. Right. You know what I feel bad for? I feel for Brianna's boyfriend, Who's in prison oh, right now? Man. I mean, he was invoking Castle Law. He was inside of his apartment. There was a no-knock warrant. Now, I worked for a police department for 27 years, so I know what a no-knock mm-hmm. warrant is. You don't have to claim a damn thing. They're smashing on the door. He thinks people are breaking into his apartment. Right. He makes a sh- he makes a shot. Shoot, shoots a cop in the leg, which I'll be honest to you, great shooting. And, you know, and, and I'm telling you that with the fact that cops are my brothers and sisters. Yeah, you know, I've, I've worked right. with them my entire life. But I've dated on, a couple. On, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but on the castle law, you're protecting your apartment, you're protecting your home. Right. So you're, you're, you're shooting out. And this guy is going, he's in prison. His girlfriend is dead. She's got like, you know, who who knows how many shots have gone through her. And nobody's ever said anything about that. But this guy's in Mm -hmm. prison now for like first degree, first degree, like assault on on a police officer or what have you. I want to see this guy get set free. You know, I want to see. I thought they set him free though. They didn't set him free. I could be wrong. No, he's still in prison. Oh wow! I checked. On, I checked on it today. He's still in prison. Mm-hmm. He's still in in GP. He's still in general popula- population. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. going along his business. But you know, who gives a shit about a black man, right? Just another black right. man inside inside the system. Who gives a shit, right? But you know, here's and, the thing: is the guy never had a parking ticket. They never got. He never had a warrant. He never had any trouble with the police in his entire life. And now he now he's in GP with a bunch of like heroin addicts and white supremacists mm-hmm. and and you know what I mean? It's like it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But I guess this right. is not supposed to make sense, right? Yeah. And then you know some of the guards probably looking at it like he tried to kill a police officer, right? You know, who knows? They probably don't know the whole story. They just know he's in there for shooting a police officer, not knowing right. what really went on. So right. he's probably going through hell right now. Yeah. Well, not only is his girlfriend dead, probably the love of his life, because she was a wonderful right. woman. But not only yes, did he, he do that, he tried to protect her, and now he's in prison, and he's got to face all this shit of like, you know, you know, am I going to get my food on time? Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to get beaten? 
is the white supremacist going to come after me? Are ex-cops right. going to come after me? Are the CPs or, or the COs around here going to be like gentle mm-hmm. on me? Or, or is he going to become a monster? Because I'll be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Throughout that prison system, that can create a monster. And, and you go in this, one way and come out worse than you went in. Right. And, right. and, not, and only, not only that, he can come out being hateful towards white people. Right. Or police officers. Why wouldn't you he? You know, he can. Right. Exactly. But, I mean, yeah, of course we all know all officers aren't bad. We right. all know that. We all but know in the that. same breath, when one is acting bad, the good ones have to step in and stop it. You know, even with this whole George Floyd thing. I know one. They were saying one of the officers had only been on, um, been an officer for like Couple six days. months. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but but still, you still got common sense. Get the right. hell out of there or stop them because you know that's not right. You know you weren't trained to put your your knee on a man's neck for almost his, damn near ten minutes. I'm gonna make his comment known. What his comment was is that he said to him, "Shouldn't he be on his side?" And then he did percussions on him while he was in the ambulance to to, to help him breathe. So that right. that's exactly his statement today. I don't know if that's true. Um, I'm I'm not going to discount that. I, I personally, I'm not going to discount that. I'm going to keep right. that true because because he's only been on. I mean, really, he's been on only on the force for like a couple weeks. So, and, and the thing about it, me and my wife, we talked about that. And I yeah. and I said to her, anybody shouldn't get that much time. It should be him. Yeah. It should be him. I mean, he, yeah. he wasn't. It wasn't like he was there at the beginning, or he might have been at the beginning when it, you know he first put his knee on his neck. But to come in and at least say something like, "Well, we need to turn him over," you know, he was at least at least concerned. He saw that something was wrong. But these are people that's been in on the force for for years, right? You know, so he probably it got to a point where he's like, maybe I shouldn't say anything. I am new. What I see, I know isn't right. So you what was he supposed to do? That's his, that's what his lawyer said. His lawyer said it was like, what are we supposed to do? Fight like four other cops? It's like he said what he needed to say. And then he, he went back to what he was supposed to do. But, you know, it's very interesting to see how this uh, case is coming through. I, I'm really hoping the truth comes through the way we want it to come through. I'm, I'm, you know, right. it's going to be kind of like Dallas. I'll be honest with you. It's going to be kind of like an opera where, right. where we're, we're going to see a lot of ups and downs. But I, I'm proud of America to have, have come together and I'll be honest with you, man, we, we would not have seen four officers prosecuted the way they were Mm-mm. if we were not peacefully protesting the right. way we were. Peacefully and all cultures coming together. That's right. Doing it. You know, it, it, I think that played a big part in it because, of course, you know, most people going to think, oh, it's just going to be black people out there protesting. Right acting the fool, looting, and all that. And the one thing that I loved about the protest, it was a rainbow of people coming together as one. And that's exactly what we need in America right now. Right now, everything is based on division. Everything is, you know, you this, you that. 
when it, it doesn't have to be and it shouldn't be. Yeah. But for me, it starts at the top. You know, when the top starts the whole division, you know, and preaches it, then that's what happens. Yeah. This whole thing really kind of freaked me out in, in a way that I'm not used to, I'll be honest with you, because, you know, I, I've been protesting since I was 16 years old. I'm a first generation American. And mm-hmm. uh, this is the first time social media has ever caught up to me protesting the way I have. And I was caught off guard by black people telling me that white people should not protest and defi- like calling me out, like you shouldn't protest because mm. you're white. And then, mm. uh, then white people saying like, I don't believe in protesting. So what you're doing is wrong. And then mm. having some people look at my show going like forgotten people like black people are not forgotten. And then going on about that, it's like, you know, I don't even know. It's like, come on, man, just calm. Everybody calm down. It's like I've been right. protesting since I was 16 years old when a teacher, you know, wasn't getting her pay and I protested for her. And then I protested <laughs> for another, you know what I mean? Then I protested for a student. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. I've been, it's a God-given right as an American because, you know, in Russia, when you protest, you get murdered. You get killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In China, when you protest, you get killed. In America, we, we see it as a God-given right, as a constitutional right, right to, to, to peacefully protest. And I yeah. worked for the police department for, for 27, over 27 years because I went to college for criminal justice and forensic pathology. Mm-hmm. And, and during Rodney King, I protested. And then cleaned up the mess in Inglewood. I cleaned up the, the mess in Koreatown and went back and protested. And the same thing I'm doing here. I protest. But the I thing clean. about it is you see, you see right is right and wrong is wrong no matter right. what color the person that's right. is. And that's the truth. Right. You know, even even with the, I don't know if you saw what happened with Drew Brees. Yo, yeah. I was oh, so thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for bringing that up. Please, let's talk about that. <laughs> I love Drew Brees. I respect Drew Me Brees. too. He does so much for Louisiana, for New Orleans. So much. But for him to come off talking about the flag and the protest, it's like, brother, you missed the whole picture. Did you not learn a damn thing? Did you not I mean, learn he could've, anything? If he, if he felt like that, he could have waited a few weeks to say that. Don't say it now. Or a month. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he, chose, he chose the wrong time. I mean, so right. many people. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was insane. The way he, 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 made <laughs> he, made, he, he made people cry. He made his own teammates cry. Like the yeah. way he came out the way he did. It was insane. Because they respect him so much. They I know. They love him, him, love him so, so much. much. But you know what? But It goes to show you when situations like this happen in the world, people show you who they really and truly are, you know, especially on social media. Some people be like, if you don't like it, delete me now. Right. Hey, delete. We really don't know each other anyways. You know, I, right. I don't think people, I look at it like this. If you don't really have my phone number or we haven't really talked, you know, out, outside right. of social media, are we really friends? 
or do we, or do we just know each other from social media? Well, as our, as our favorite, uh, you know, poet would say, when people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, he tried to go back and apologize and all that. Like, I'm so sorry, and I'm here to listen to you, and my ears are open. Yeah, now your ears are open, right? It's like you, yeah. you, you, you can't understand why cops, National Guards, um, military officials, uh, politicians are taking a knee. You 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 right. cannot understand. You you can't really see that. You can't understand that. Somehow you can't comprehend that, and you see that somehow as an offense to the flag, as if somehow Black Americans have never fought in a war ever, ever. Right. They've never fought a yeah, war. Yeah, because once you once Black Americans get out of the war, guess what? You still got to go home and go to war because oh of your God. skin color, especially That's right. back in the day. Back from in the, the day, you know, the it Civil was disrespectful for them to wear, wear the uniform. That's right. They would be killed and lynched for wearing that, mm-hmm. for their for wearing that shit. You know, from World War, from the Civil War, when you when you when you watch like Glory, which is a great fucking right. film. But when you, when you mm-hmm. go from that film, when you go from World War One, when you go to World War Two, to the Ski Airmen, you know, these guys were not welcome. In their own country, after they fought for what they believed in, and you know, I, I asked my 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 friend today. I'm like, do you understand why there's so many black people in France and England? She's like, no, I don't understand. I'm like, because there was so much racism in America. Right. They went over to mm-hmm. Europe to fight the war because they believed in something they believed in. So they went off to Europe. They went off to England. They went off to France, where there was no racism. And they fought that war, which is why you have mm-hmm. black Parisians, black Londoners, and what have you. There's a gigantic, uh, and you know, there's like uh, Fire Over England and, and, uh, and uh, there's a couple movies that are just based on that theme. And it's mm-hmm. amazing to me that people just are not educated about these things. Right. They're, they're just, you, know, you know what's interesting about about the past couple of years is that people are, are more opinionated than they are educated. Right. And look what's going on in all these other countries now. They're all protesting because right. it's happening in their country as well. Yeah, they might say they, they're, they're protesting for the United States, but in those countries, a lot of people are going, you know, having the same problem. So they probably figure it out like, all right, let's, 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 Jump on the bandwagon right. and talk about what's going over here as well. Right. You know, I, I remember I want I remember one situation. I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio. Okay, and I had went home, you know, to check out. You're my, from Dayton. You're family. from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, born and raised. Wow. Born and raised. Went to high school. Spent you know most what, of my life high school. There. Troutwood Madison. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Troutwood, Madison, man. I was that's uh, middle of nowhere. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I remember going home, visiting my family, and you know it's a small, small town, and I pretty much know where everybody's gonna be. 
And I remember I wanted Cassano's Pizza. You know, there's certain places that I have to go when I go home right. to eat. And it's just one street that I know cops are going to be on. And I'm driving my dad's uh, truck, and, you know, it's got tin on it and all this other stuff. So, of course, I get pulled over, all right? Hmm. I get pulled over, not realizing one of the lights are out, too. The window doesn't even let down. So the officer is like, let your window down. I said, officer, you know, the window won't let down. I can open the door. He said, fine, open it slowly. Open it slow. He said, did you know your light was out? I was like, no. I I said, I'm visiting from out of town. This is my dad's truck, you know, whatever, whatever. He said, all right, give me your license. He gave me my license. He went to his car. He came back, and you'll never believe what he said to me. He said, uh, he said, Mr. Ward, he said, uh, you wouldn't happen to be the same Vincent Ward that was on The Walking Dead, are you? <laughs> what? I was like, uh, yeah. He was like, oh, my God. He said, I know I'm not supposed to ask this. He said, but do you mind if I have an autograph? I said, well, officer, I can do even, I can do something even better. If you come past my parents' house tomorrow, because um, you have the address, I, I have some pictures for you. But my thing is, if I would have acted a fool or something like that, you know, ain't no telling how that could have went because he was he was shaky. You know, he was acting like he was like scared, and I think that's one thing that's wrong today. He was shaking. Every, yeah, every every black person isn't a isn't isn't a criminal, isn't a thug. And, you know, for me, I'm 6'4", 260, so, you know, they automatically get a little nervous when they see me. Right. But, you know, I've always been respectful, but nowadays, I I don't know. I don't know if if it's the approach that people take, you know, by first thing they say is, I'm recording you, and it pisses the officers off. I mean, and I told somebody, maybe you should start off with a handshake. Hey, I'm such and such, such and such. What's going on? My ask why you pulled me over. You know, I don't know. I I, I have no clue why uh, a lot of officers seem to be shaky nowadays. Or right. if they're not shaky, they're real rough and tough. And I'm like, well, were they bullied during high school, or <laughs> they just trying to pull the, the tough man role right now? Right. I, you know, I grew up in a gang ridden neighborhood and. Uh, the, the cops used to give us Dodger, which I still have to, to, to today, and they used to pass mm. them out. Yeah, I don't know if you remember these, but they used to pass mm-hmm. out Dodger cards, and they used to pass, pass out cards that, that gave the pictures of cops and what have you for public wow. relations. And it made us feel more welcome to them because mm-hmm. we didn't want to feel like they were more violent. But right. you know what I mean. But they they were, you know, going under Ronald Reagan's because I was born here in 1973 under under two immigrant parents. They were going mm-hmm. under the 1973, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan perspective. So it was a, it was a very difficult, racist uh, point of view. It's interesting to see that it, it's it's grown just stronger. And stronger and stronger throughout right. this generation, 
and it's um, incredibly disconcerting. Uh, let me ask you, you know, when's the, when's the first time you ever realized that there was a problem? Did you ever have, like, one encounter in your life where you're like, there's a problem? Well, you know what? In high school, back in Dayton, Ohio, in Troutwood, I remember this one officer. We knew not to drive down this particular street. This dude would have the leather gloves on. He would have the, the sunglasses on. and It, it was like he, was, he just waited. You know, I mean, nobody nobody got shot or beat, you know, thank God. But we just knew not to, to, to mess with him, not to give him a reason. And not one time, honestly, did shooting even came across your mind. Our whole thing was like, man, I don't want this dude to billy club me. Hell, no, they ain't even billy clubbing. Well, I take that back. I've seen some people get billy clubbed during this time that they really should be watching what they're doing. Mm, that's right. But back then, back then, we, we really weren't thinking about that. And I remember I remember one time I used to play baseball, too, and it was this guy, Conrad Sproles. Conrad was a big white guy, and he was a pitcher. And I was like, you know, our team, we were in a championship. And I remember he – he was pitching and I was about to bat, you know, we both was like the stars of our team. And he's like, you see this ball? It's going to be black when I get done with you, get done. (laughs) And I remember saying something to him, but that same police officer was his dad. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no way. Yeah. That same one with them leather gloves was Conrad's dad. And it's kind of, you know, it kind of shook me a little bit like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be saying anything to this dude because his daddy is the the police officer, you know, the big time cop. Right. But, you know, I didn't pay any attention. Nothing happened. And um, we moved on. But that was the only time that I really, especially as a young adult, thought about the cops maybe doing something to me. And then, you know, for me, you know, I, I mentioned um, baseball. I was better in basketball, so they all used to come to my basketball game. So I had like a little lead way because I was, you know, I was an athlete. I was a star of the, of the basketball and baseball. Right. But I have seen people, you know, have have trouble with with the police. So... I don't know. I just, I just wish it wasn't like that. You haven't had a big, big. Uh, it sounds like you haven't had a big concern or a big uh, input input on that situation. You know what? Thank God I, I haven't. I haven't. But you know, it's just just like the I'm watching CNN right now. I'm watching this police officer hit the cameraman. The cameraman right. is sitting there. He's hitting it with the shield. Just sitting there. Yeah. And, and, and like I said earlier, sometimes I think it's your approach. But as an adult, I haven't ran across a police officer except for the time. The last time I ran across one is when I told you about my dad's truck. And the only reason I, I think I got away with it without any problem is because I was on the walking dead. Right. You, you, it was like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. It could have it went sour. You're speaking right. 
and you're not yelling, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you that much. You know, I, I was in the protest. I mean, several protests this week. And every time I heard a person yelling at a cop, I felt like punching them in the face. Right. That's not, the, <laughs> that's not what you want to do. You don't want to rile them up. You don't want to rile them some kind of way. Exactly. It's like, what, why are you doing what you're doing, man? You're like going against what I'm doing and you're making me look like a fool. And, and I'm right. going to knock you out in about five seconds because yeah. we, we're trying to do a peaceful protest. I, I, I Communication is about everybody listening to us. Mm-hmm. I want to communicate it, my point to them. Go ahead. No, no, no I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I want to communicate my point to them. I want them to understand where I'm coming from. And when you're making your like, you know, I've been white 33 years and I'm sick of this crap and you rip up your sign, which I saw, and she walks away. It's like you just destroyed my ability to communicate to this one person because now they're shut off. They've totally shut off of listening to anybody now because they're upset and they think that everybody else is going to say the same thing. And the only thing I want these people to understand is we're humans. We're here to support you as police officers, but we also need support as protesters for what we are doing. This is a peaceful protest, just like Martin Luther King and Selma, Alabama. We're doing the same thing. We want a peaceful protest. We want to make our our voices heard. We don't want to do any harm. And when it's time to go, we will go. We don't want to do any harm. But we also don't want any crazy people in the middle of the way to say things that are, you know, abstract to what right. we believe right. in. Am I, am I wrong on that? Please tell me if I'm wrong. No, no, I, I agree. But, you know, it's just like with police officers and with protesters or anybody else in the world. You got your hotheads. You yeah. got your hot heads. My, my mom always told me you you get more you get more honey with you know uh, with bees. I forgot how to win. You, you get more you get more, you get, you get bees, more bees you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. Right, and it's just I just I just think it's the approach. You know, everybody everybody's already hyped up. You know, and it's just like. All right, calm down. We if we want peace, we got to give peace because they are already right. on edge, and you right. don't you already have some hotheads out here that might just, you know, they just waiting for something to happen, waiting for you to say something crazy, waiting for you to say something crazy for them to go off. So just you know, just chill out right for right now. Right. You know, I mean. No. It's it's just like I'm watching this video right now again on CNN, and the guys they're coming in. I think they're in uh, Buffalo, and yeah. an older gentleman walks up to him and they knock him down. They <laughs> knock him down. He goes yep. back and he hits his head, and one of the officers he goes down. The one who pushed him goes down to check on him, but one of them grab him and tells him tells him to keep walking. See, that type of stuff, that drives me crazy because I think right. about that could have been my dad. This right. man is on his back bleeding. You know, ain't no telling what's going to happen to this older man. He's in his 70s. His back right. or something might be broke. 
Right. You know? The only way for <laughs> evil to exist is for good people to stand by and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And somebody has to take control of the situation. Trump, I mean, it's at this point, it doesn't even matter what he says. He, whatever he says, it's not, it's not going to work. It's not, nobody's going to listen to him for anything, you know, because a lot of people always say, well, we need, we need somebody to speak on it. Why you need somebody to speak on, on your behalf? You know what you're doing, and he's right. not going to speak on your behalf anyway, so just let him stay in his bunker or go to the, go to the church or, or whatever. Do what you got to do. Hold to that make... Bible upside down. Oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. But in the same breath, people have to get – if you have a problem with something, you got to get out and vote. I'm not saying vote for who, I say, who I'm going for, but you definitely got to get out and vote. It can't you know, be, I, I, oh, I can't yeah. pick the lesser of the two evils bull crap vincent Vincent, thank you so much for mentioning this you know i've been teaching for over 30 years and and i've had so many people tell me that they don't vote and i get so pissed off Mm -hmm. i look at them and i go then don't talk to me you're right i'm with you don't talk talk we have nothing in common we have nothing in common don't talk to me about anything. Don't talk, don't don't confuse this as an argument. Don't talk mm-hmm. to me about anything about the world because you don't vote, motherfucker. You don't vote. Right. And you don't care about me. You don't care about yeah, me. You don't care about my life. You don't care about me. Yeah, and these are military people, man. These are military oh, people. Goodness. You know, I, I, I'm telling you, go out and vote. If you do right. not vote, you are a willing participant to a lot of the things that are wrong in this country. I'm telling exactly. you right now, you know, I don't know if I'm wrong and I don't care if I'm wrong. If you do not vote when it's time to vote for the right people, whoever that right pe- person is for you, I don't, I don't really care. Right. Right. That's the key. That's yeah. the key. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care who for. you vote for. But just I don't, don't say you, you ain't going to go out and vote. <laughs> I'm not going to vote. My vote doesn't matter. What do you mean your vote doesn't no, matter? You're an idiot. God. Go out and go out mm-hmm. and vote. Stupid. You know, that's I, the reason I, why that's the, that's the reason why so many people died and, and sacrificed their life and were hung by trees. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hung by trees. So you can vote stupid during vote. I, I've I've deleted people because it's just like you don't even vote. And I I remember I remember some some uh, a young lady that I grew up with, and this whole time you know she was actually talking about Trump, but she kept on calling him number forty four. I'm like, right. wait a minute, how are you talking about this dude and you don't even know what what number president he is? Yeah. Like, he's 45. He's you 45, idiot. not 44, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just deleted her. 45, dummy. <laughs> you want to sit up there and talk all this mess, and you talked about yeah. the wrong president. Yeah, that's President Obama, stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Oh my I god! Just, How, I don't, I don't get it. So many people are, are tough and think they know so much on on social media, but you yeah. can't even have a full conversation with people. You just be like, 
What? <laughs> you know, thank God I, 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 you know, thank God I did not grow up with social media. You know, because I was born in 1973 in this country, and the racism was so clear and so clear cut that it was impossible, impossible to. Uh, How old are you? I was in '71. Yeah, so you you understand? So you understand what yeah. I'm talking about? It was impossible to run away from. It was right yeah. in front of your. It was right in front of your face. I mean, we had the Arthur Ashes, right? You know what I'm saying, right? And we we had the um, we had the Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first. I mean, that's why all black men were invited into 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 uh, into uh, you know uh, golfing. Uh, <laughs> golfing before that. Right. And before that, did you see any black people in golfing? Zero. No. Zero. No. And Arthur I, Ashe, I, I, did you uh, see any black people you know playing tennis? playing uh you know tennis? <laughs> Zero. No. Zero. No. I, I like to say the internet, not just social media, but the internet is the best and worst thing ever created because yeah. you definitely see who people really are. Right. And you see how people how lazy people are. Or how right. how the internet bullies are. It's just like, oh my goodness! It, would you? I ask people, you know, when they be cussing people out or, or cussing me out or whatever, you know, in the comments, I always say, would you say that same thing to my face or to anybody's right. face? Right. But I don't want to come off like I want to challenge somebody. You know what I'm saying? I don't want right. to feel like I'm bullying them. But in the same breath, would you say that same thing to that person's face if they was in front of you? Of course not. But you, you, you would see that in, in Halo, where pe- people would use the N-word like it's, uh, like it's a noun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. rape like it's an adjective. You know what I'm saying? And they yeah. would constantly use this shit. You know, on and on and on. And I would, you know, I remember Sean Piccinino and I, we used to play Halo. And we would take right. great offense at people yeah. using these words, like, well, hold on, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. We're playing a video game. Right. And you got bots, uh, what do they call them, bots? That, 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 that's their job to hype you up, to get you riled up, to piss right. you off, you right. know, to call you names. And then when you go on that page, you'd be like, this person got, this person follows Fifteen thousand people, and he got a hundred followers. That's their job to piss you off, to get right. you riled up, to get you more, to get information on you. Even like with the post, the videos that I've been posting lately, I've been getting like some weird inboxes. Tell me a little bit more about you. What? Who are you? No, I'm not telling you anything. How about that? <laughs> or people say stuff to me. I'm like, nope. I'm right. not getting into that. No, not going to do it. And, like, uh, you know, I have a regular Facebook page, and I have a, one of those like Facebook pages, right? And I posted the video of um, of Trump and Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey yeah. is watching Trump on TV, and he's coughing on him, you know, it was, of course, it was a joke, you know. And then he blows his sure. nose and and put it, puts the the, the the tissue on on his TV. I saw it. Yeah. I have eight 
million views on that. Eight million. I've never even had a thousand views on. I mean, maybe five thousand views on my best video. Eight yeah. million, man, of people just sitting there arguing with each other, back and forth all day. My phone just buzzes, right? All because of that video, and it's been up a week. But eight million people have it's reached reached eight eight million people of people arguing with somebody that they don't even know. Hmm. And it's sad. What if you run across that person? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I saw this video the other day. I forgot these guys are created like a show, right? And right. It's, I forgot what it was called. But this guy, he was talking about the old boxer, um, Zab Judah. And he was oh, like, yeah. Zab Judah, is washed, he's washed up. You know, I can beat Zab Judah, woo-doo-woo-woo-doo-woo. And the two hosts of the show found out where the guy works at. And he was like, hey, they went in there. It's like, weren't you the guy who was talking about Zab Judah, you know, being washed up and all this other stuff? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't I don't think he's that good. I never really thought he was that good. And who walks into the store? Zab Judah. They set it up like that. Hmm. And Zab Judah's like, I need – I just need three minutes with you outside. And so the guy, of course, he punked out, but he was tough on the Internet. But when right. Zab Judah was in his face, he didn't have much to say. Right. And I think that's how it is with a lot of people out here. They talk tough on social media, but when somebody gets in their face, they don't they don't know what to say. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, I've been doing this show for um... – Ten years now, I've been doing my wow. Cinema Files radio. You are my like hundred and tenth guest so far. Lucky one ten. Lucky one ten. I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Congratulations been, to you, brother. Ten years. Congratulations to you, my friend. I, I'm glad to have you on. You know, I wanted to have Thank you on for a long time. You know, but I wanted to have you on the other show. I'll be honest with you. I I, I wish this situation was not the situation that brought us together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm afraid that my career is kind of over. You know, I, I've, I've, I've done this by myself and uh, mm-hmm. I paid for this show by myself. I've never had any Patreon or um, commercial breaks for the show. There, there are so many people were angry at me for protesting. So many people were angry at me for making a Black Lives Matters show. Mm-hmm. And so many people were angry at me for bringing this to the forefront. And I didn't understand mm-hmm. really why. And I realized that it was social media that allowed people to give them a voice right. to say all these vitriol and weird things to me that made me kind of question where mm. I was in the world and, and, and how I thought about myself. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to keep on never doing, Yeah, I'm going to keep on doing whatever the hell I want to do because I'm paying for exactly. this shit by myself and you're not paying for it. Nobody else is paying for it. I'm paying for it out of my own pocket. You guys can all screw yourself because I'm doing what I want to do. I'm sticking up for the people I want to stick up for. 
Right. So you can keep right. on sending me messages about how, you know, I, sh- I shouldn't protest because I'm not black, which was one of them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, she really came out. Have they been watching the news? It's been a lot right? of white people out there watching. <laughs> I mean, and then another pre- another person getting angry at me because, you know, we shouldn't protest because I can find other things to do. It's like, I, I don't know what you're, I don't know. You know, if, 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 if Martin Luther King did not protest and Selma, Alabama, you would not have the inaction of the civil rights movement. You just, it just wouldn't have happened. So, so these things work. The peaceful protesting works. I understand where people are confused by the uh, the actions of looters and right. uh, civil unrest. I completely Nobody wants understand. that. Nobody wants the people looting and tearing up stuff. Nobody but wants is it that. really the protesters that's doing it? Exactly. You know, while, while I was protesting over here in Santa Monica, and then I was protesting in downtown L.A., the entire week, the, I just got out of a protest today. At the same time we we're protesting, you have looters that are taking advantage of the police that are focusing on us right. to go to other businesses and destroy that business. That is not my fault. That is not my problem. That's not what I'm fighting for. And right. I shouldn't be blamed for it. I don't know what to tell you, but that's why I pay my taxes. That's why I pay cops like do their jobs. I'm sorry this is happening, but like I told you, and like with Rodney King, you know, I was working for the police. I protested and I cleaned, which is what I'm doing still today. I protest and I clean. So this is this is what we do as as Americans to uh, continually make our our world great, man. You know, even even like for me and my wife, we talked about uh, coming out there because I'm like an hour and a half from from L.A. And yeah. she's still working because she's an educator. She's a teacher, you know, yeah. so she she's working every day, you know, and, and, you know, she has like health problems as far as like her uh, Crohn's disease. And so she's oh, worried she has, about she has Crohn's. Right. That's a a serious disease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's worried about the pandemic. And, you know, of course, you know, she needs to stay home. Exactly. And then she'll be scared for me because even though I'm nice as can be, I am not going to get Billy clubbed and fight and not be fighting, not be fighting with somebody. There's no way. I've seen them Billy club the hell out of some, and there's no way. I can take that and just sit down on the ground. I'll be fine. But I, I saw you right in the face of of of, of um, National Guard. I saw you right in the face with fatigues. By the way, I saw you right in the face of people. How, how did that feel? Well, you say you saw me in the face. Oh, I saw you in their face. No, wasn't me. I haven't protested one time. You haven't protested she, one time. I I saw you no. in your fatigue. You you didn't go out there with your fatigues and and, and protest. No, was not me, brother. Wasn't me. 
Oh, my wife. Somebody else. Yeah, it was another actor from um, Insecure that I saw, and this dude was getting hit big time with his bill with the officer's billy club. Hmm. But my, you know, my wife won't go out there, and then she's so afraid of she me going go, out she there. She shouldn't go out there. Nah, I she mean, definitely she, can't. She, she's got Crohn's disease. She goes out there, and she anything that happens to her could be fatal. Yeah, and the thing about it with me and my size, you know, I think it automatically bring on. Okay, this this is a big dude. You know, I'm gonna hit him before he hit me. Knowing, but my with me, I'm not gonna hit anybody. I'm I'm not that type of person. But at the same breath, I'm not gonna let you hit me and just get away with it. I'm not I'm not right. gonna turn the other cheek. Not gonna right. do it. Right. So. Hey, what, what, let me ask you this: What do you think about the whole everybody is kneeling now compared to when Kaepernick was 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 kneeling? You know, I, I God, I'm gonna get in trouble right now, but yeah, I don't give a shit. You know, uh, I'll tell you what. You know, when when Kaepernick was kneeling, I, I understood why he was kneeling. Mm-hmm. I understood why he was doing what he was doing. I've had family that's been in the military more than these crappy people who's talking about their military uncles and grandfathers and all that crap. You know, I've had my uncle, my nephew, my grandfathers, my dad, other people that have been in the military, that have fought the Nazis, that have fought this, that have been to Iraq, that have been to Iran. And, you know, Colin Kaepernick asked a Green Beret, Right. Now, what is, that's what, what is people the, don't understand. They don't understand at all. What was the right thing to do? Should I sit or should I kneel? And he, and they, he said to him, you should just kneel. And right. he kneeled. And we're watching, that's right. We're watching all these people kneel right now. Take a knee. Everybody take mm-hmm. a knee. Everybody take a knee. Everybody's taking a knee right now. And when I watched the, the quarterback of the, of, the, of the Saints make that comment, I was offended in a way that I, I can't even possibly explain in a way without cursing and getting me off right. the air. You know, it, it's right. like it's like you not only missed the point, but you but you're not understanding the venue in which you're speaking in. You know, this is exactly why Colin Kaepernick did what he did. Now, don't try to give Colin Kaepernick a job, by the way, because, right. you know, you know what I'm saying? Because he does not want a pity job because, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't want a job after like, oh, we made a mistake. We want to bring you back in as being like our pop culture reference to why we made a mistake. Cause you made a mistake, jackasses. You all made a mm-hmm. mistake. And that argument about it's against the flag. Listen, I, I've seen American flag G-strings, American right. flag <laughs> Zippos. I've seen American, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I've seen American flag, you know, titty wears. I, I've seen so much, you know what I'm saying? I've seen, you know what I'm saying? Like like on strippers, you know, with the ones that, that, that spin around and shit like that. 
I, I've right. seen so you know I've seen so many American flag crap. Like right. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna give me some bullshit American flag sacred conversation. Seriously, do you not know history? Do you not know that a majority of the black men that went off the war in World War II were not welcome when they came back after World War II in the same venture that you were as a white American? Do you not understand that? Do you not understand that people went off, even in World War I, who were black Americans, who went off and fought for white America? And fought for us, came back, and we're back in slavery. Do you not understand that we have a movie called Glory, where where black men fought for the fifteenth fifteenth precinct, that fought fought for us as Americans to be free, to be free, and they either died or they died later on. But they weren't free, and they fought right. for our rights to be Americans. You're going to give me some bullshit about the American flag? You're an idiot. You're not only and, an and you idiot, you don't understand education, you don't understand right. history, you don't understand anything. But please continue. But you know, one, two pictures that I, it just blew my mind. I saw a picture of Drew, Drew Brees kneeling during the game. I saw yeah. that picture, and I saw a picture of the Sam. Where you know they supposed to have the the blackout Tuesday uh, right. this past week, and the San Francisco Forty ers had their picture blacked out, and and were supporting Black Lives Matter. I was like, you got some freaking nerves <laughs> to have that on your Twitter page, right? You condemn and blackballed. Kaepernick, but now you want to say all of this? I couldn't believe it. It it blew me away. It blew. Me, I, I was like, just delete that. And so many people commented on on the Forty ers Twitter page, like you have some nerves to have this up right now when yeah. when Kaepernick was trying to do, you know, a peaceful protest, and now you got people that's getting killed and and all this other stuff and looting on this protest. Yeah, so. being mur- murdered while, like, selling orange juice, murdered mm-hmm. while jogging, murdered right. while sitting and eating ice cream, murdered while in their own apartment. In your own apartment. Murdered, <laughs> murdered while jogging. Murdered, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's like we can go on and on and on and on and on. But this is exactly why why Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Was that mm-hmm. this is this is disappropriate? You know, is when you know what's interesting. You know, I'm sorry to take over the conversation, but you know what's interesting in criminal justice. When I took criminal justice in college, it was obvious, and my teacher told me it was obvious. The black population and their arrest and their and their um, folly was disappropriate mm-hmm. from white America. And he made it mm-hmm. very clear that this is bullshit. Right. And, and, and for people to fight it, it's like, did you not go to college or something? 
did, did you not learn anything about America? Did you not have a black friend that you had a conversation with? Did you not go out to dinner with a black friend that was pulled over while you were driving? I, I, I don't understand these situations sometimes. Yeah. Where people have a hard time. Like, like this, like, like, um, unfortunately, like, like, like the Saints uh, quarterback where he doesn't, and he apologized today. He yeah. apologized. But they're not listening to him. They don't give a damn. Nobody gives like, a man, shit Man, save your, save your, save your apology. It, it's like yeah. this is like I posted a video the other day. This guy was riding his bike, and two policemen pulled him over, and they pulled him over and said because he didn't have a bell on his bike. That's a right. Freaking bell. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I know. I've never had a bill on my bike. Me neither. <laughs> and, but but people were commenting saying, "Oh well, you don't know what he did before then." No, I do know what he did. The officers told him, you know, he was driving suspicious on his bike and he didn't have a bill, and that's why we're arresting him. Don't make excuses for him. Right. 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 I, you know, I, I've, I've been obsessed, obsessed with videos of watching black men and women being pulled over by police officers and seeing how they handle the situation. And it's, it's, it's yeah. just intense. It's just intense to see what they have to put up with, what they have to say. <laughs> Excuse me. And, and the trouble they can get into, if they don't have the right thing to say. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's not what America was put upon. America was no. not made that way. You know, it, what's interesting about that is America was always meant to be a free country. And like I said, you know, earlier today, you know, people were giving me, you know, crap about protesting, what have you. I believe protesting is a God-given right <coughs> because mm-hmm. the, 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 the countries where my parents came from and my roommate came from, if you protest, protested, you'd be murdered. You were killed. They would kill you. Russia, Sicily, you know, Peru, any of these countries, they would murder you in the streets. But America, mm-hmm. they can't do that to you, man. I mean, at least as far as I'm concerned, and, as, and I'm willing to take their risk. So I understand where they're coming from, where they're taking worry about me, and they're, they have objections about me doing what I want to do and, and what have you. But I, I believe in peaceful protest. And if not me, then who? Then who? If, if, yeah. if, if, if Jewish Americans did, didn't have... <clears throat> you know, other people protesting with them, the Nazis would have won. Mm. So I I think it's really important for us all to protest. I think it's really important for us all to make our words heard. I think it's important for us all to really stand up for truth to power and try to be as rational. This is why I wanted you on. To be as rational as possible, because you know right. we, we always we always have those kind of people who are not on their meds, 
they just want to scream into a microphone. But that's mm-hmm. that's that's I don't think that's us. They're not doing anything. Right. right? That, you're not doing anything. You're not doing nothing, man. You're just making people mad. Yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate you having me on, man. Ten years, that's a long time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for everything that you're doing, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, my friend. Tell me, you know, what what, what can we do as Americans? What, what can we do to change America the way it is today? Communication. Have a discussion. Listen. Vote. But but have a have a meet some meet some people that you don't know that you have absolutely nothing in common. Get to know your fellow man, your fellow woman, you know, and, and not it, not being just social media and text messages. That's the problem, man. Nobody talks to each other anymore. Everybody is always texting and emailing and all that stuff. And then sometimes if a text, you can read a text wrong. You can read an email wrong. Easy. But if you don't know how, how the, who the person really is, how the person really is, you may think the person is being a butthole or sarcastic but they can, or mean, but they can be sending that text or email with a smile and you wouldn't even know it. Right. So just get out and, and, and have a discussion and, and talk to people and communicate and be willing to listen. Right. I mean, I think people got along better when we didn't have social media and when we didn't have the internet because you was forced to have a conversation. Right. I agree with you. You what, what, what should the conversation sound like? You know, like let's just say I'm a racist boy from Alabama, and uh, you are who you are. You know, what should the conversation sound like? Like, how should it start out as? What made you start disliking or hating people that look like me? What have what do we do to you? I was never you know, taught any you, other way. You might not have been taught any other way, but but at least we're having a conversation. You're getting to know me. Have you even have have you ever had a black friend? Have you ever talked to a person a black person? It's just like that video I posted the other day. Where the when the father invited the, his son in, his son's probably like seven or eight, and he invited him to look at his um, laptop, and it was two black, it was a black kid and a white kid, it was it was actually four, four different schools. Wonderful of, video, yeah. Right, and they were. He's like, "What do you see?" And he's like, "Tall grass." What else? They're hugging each other. What else? That, that, that. I think a lot of times racism is taught, but I can tell you this, as a black, black person or even black people that I know, racism was not taught towards white people. Never. Not one time have my parents, they might have told me what might, what, what happened in the past, but it was never taught that you should dislike this person or dislike that person. Because right. of what they look like, right? What, so, what's you know other than voting? I mean, voting is very important for all of us right now. What uh-huh. what, what are the what are the steps forward for understanding and for the comprehension for 
for Black Lives Matters, and for making you feel comfortable in this country right now in this situation. Once again, I think it goes back to communication. It is, I saw another video of this young lady. She was white, and she was talking to her parents, and they were saying all this negative stuff. And she was like, have you even had a conversation with, with black people? Or it or Indians or Asians, they were being so negative, and she was so turned off by her own parents. It, it, so many people out here just just that's judgmental to think that all such and such are thugs or drug dealers or whatever. Hell, I didn't even have my first drink of alcohol until I was thirty years old, and it was White Ziffendale. I've never smoked weed. <laughs> you never smoked weed? <laughs> I've never smoked weed, man. It's it's awesome. It, it, and the it thing is about awesome. it is because I had parents. I had my mom and my dad that, you know, you remember the, the show Scared Straight? Yeah. They really emphasized Scared Straight to me because I was, once again, I was an athlete. And so my parents, you, so, like, so I remember you, when you Lynn Bias smoke, died. So you can smoke weed because because of your your upbringing. I could. I didn't smoke because I didn't. I was scared. Yeah. I was scared because when Lynn, I remember when Lynn Bias died, and I think it was because you know his drug, whatever drugs he had did, or somebody right. had laced him or whatnot. My sure. parents always put in my head, somebody's gonna lace whatever you do. I'm like, what are you talking about? Wow! I was, like, I was like, I'm not doing anything. I remember it was a song by N.W.A. called Dope Man. Okay. Yep. And my mom used to recite some of the lyrics. And the last <laughs> lyric was, uh, you saw crack to my sister and now she's sick. And if she happens to die because of your drugs, I'm putting in your cooler a 38 slug. And she'd be like, right. you see that? Did you hear what he said? He, that means he's going to shoot your ass if you give somebody some bad drugs. And I'd be like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that, by the way. You know what? Yeah. If you don't, if you don't mind me telling a story real quick, but... I was at I, I was at Tommy's at at, uh, at in Burbank and I was with uh, yeah Tommy's hamburgers man mm-hmm. and I was I was my friend Dave Dave you know Dave will, will contest to this but what happened was is that this guy sold bad drugs mm-hmm. to to all these black sumos daughter mm. or sister. Mm-hmm. And they came up to him, and they're like, "Get out of your car!" He wouldn't get out of the car, so they tipped his car over. Those some big guys. <laughs> yeah, you know how sumos are. They yeah. tipped his car over, and we shut the f up, and we ate our hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And that guy just—I—I—I—he I, 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 couldn't apologize enough. And they just said, "Next time this happens, we're going to kill you." Yeah, he probably and, like they didn't kill him then. <laughs> right? They tipped his car upside down, and nobody gave a wow. shit. And cops did not show up. The fire department did not show up. He had to tip his car back over. or I don't even remember what happened. We left. But, but it was mm-hmm. insane. It was an insane moment. But, you know, I, I understand that situation quite, quite clearly. 
You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's some quite clarity to those situations there. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and I think I was lucky because I had two parents that stayed on me, you know, that, that loved me, that communicated with me, um, that, that was on my butt. You know, a lot of times people used to be like, I was spoiled, but man, I, I had chores. Well, that I is rare. That, that, that is, that is rare for, you know, a, a, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be a jackass, but you know, it, it is rare for a, a black man it in is. America, or, or even a white man in, in America, mm-hmm. the, you know, right now to have two parents who give a damn and, are, you know, who give you chores and are making mm-hmm. you into a man. Yeah. Am I wrong? And to this, I remember my parents used to go out of town and leave me at home by myself. And yeah. when I was at home, like I was probably you know, 16, 17, I would clean the house. I would cut the grass. I would, you know, do all types of stuff to the house. And they swore up and down. They thought I was, ha- I had parties because the house would come back better look, you know, when they came back home, the house looked better than when they left. And I was just that type of kid. I used to like to clean up. And to this very day, that's exactly how I am today. When I feel like, you know, this is, I feel like the house, their house was mine. And I wanted to show them that I appreciated it. You know, I appreciate them giving me an allowance. I appreciate them doing everything that they they did for me. And to this very day, I won't even cuss or have a drink around my parents because I respect them so much. So I think I'm 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 a little different. I'm a different type of dude, man. That that I I love them so much and I work so hard so I can put them in a position. The same yeah. position that they they were there for me when I was you growing up. You obviously are. What, what, what do you what do you want from white America at this time? I just want them to know we're not here to take anything from you. We're not here to hurt you. We just want to be treated fairly, just like we want the same things that you want. You know, I got I have thirteen grandkids. I want to leave a legacy for them, just like you want to leave a legacy for your kids or your grandkids. We want the same thing. I want peace. I want I want everybody to 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 get along. Like Rodney King said, "Can't we all just get along?" That's right. I I, I just I, I want to be respected, and I want to be able to show you respect. Just like like I don't want you to be scared around me. Hell, I don't want to be scared around you. I don't want to feel like you're going to call the cop up, cops on me and make up a story. And we're starting to see a lot of that lately with, with white women. And people are calling them Karens. It's like, why are you making up stuff on people? Why are you trying to get me in trouble? Like the guy uh, in New York, you know, that asked yeah. the lady to put her dog on the leash. He's and she's like, I, from, from right. Harvard. Yeah. Right. And a Mar- he wrote, he writes for Marvel. <laughs> That's like, right. Why? He, why he are you saying he's a, he's African American man? Yeah. Right. An African American man, and you feel scared. Now, what if, that could have went. That could have went bad. She got worked up. She got so worked. She knew her power. She got so worked right. up. She knew 
the fact that if the cops showed up, that they would take her side as a white mm-hmm. American against his side. And that could have ended in his death. And if his mm-hmm. sister did not put that up on her Twitter, I'm right. telling you, this, this would have gone unknown. Uh, but it's important for that Karen to know, you know, and I want to talk to you about another case. There was an mm-hmm. FBI agent that was supposedly trying to be arrested. And we we call white people jakes now, you know, mm-hmm. where there's this FBI agent who, who used to be a Somali, but now he's an FBI agent. Uh, did you ever see this video? No, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, God, I got to show you this one, man. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to arrest him so bad thinking he was somebody else. He's like, I'm not who you're talking about. Oh, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're you're just harassing me now, and they kept on going on him and going. He's like, "You're Jake. You're Jake, right? You're Jake." He's right. like, "No, I'm offering this. No, you're Jake, right? You're Jake, right? Right, right." Because if I'm this, you're Jake. <laughs> and and, right. and they tried to arrest right, him, and, and when they pulled out his license, like he's an FBI agent. <laughs> And it's like, you know, it's like, damn, it's like, you know, when we see it's like the, the, it was the fastest uncuffing of a human being I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like, wow. Out too. (laughs) Oh, he did. And he had every right to, because, you know, he wanted the, he, first of all, the the other guy wouldn't bring a supervisor over and, and he kept on saying like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It's like, but something could have happened. Right. This is what you, this is what you don't understand, is that this is what Black Lives Matter means, mm-hmm. is that something could have happened. And yep. I'm an FBI agent who's on your side, who's above you, who's above your pay grade. And by the way, I'm your senior. And I could yeah. have been murdered by you guys. For something that you, for something arbitrary, you, you you think like there's a warrant against me? It's like do you think there's a warrant against all black people? Like what's going on here? Right, but people have to be punished when they make those type of mistakes. Yeah, it, it, or, or or is it even a mistake? You know, yeah. Yeah. it's like why why did you guys do that? And now most days people you always hear. Well, I, I need to see the full tape. I, I need to know what happened before then. No, you don't. You don't need to know what happened before then because you see it on all these freaking videos. That's all you see is people being harassed. And it's like, why? Why are you Why are you doing this? So, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, I, 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 pre- I appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you spreading your word and speaking truth to power and, uh, and having the guts to be on here because not a lot of people have been. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, I, I've had a couple of people, like, being very afraid to speak. Well, why be afraid of the truth? It's not like I'm like, go out here and kill Whitey. No. Yeah. I would never say anything like that. Yeah. But why be afraid of what what you know you see? I'm not making it up. You see it. 
I, I, I saw a guy on Instagram who, uh, who said, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who said, well, my, my career is over. That, that, that's what, exactly what he said. And then he continued to speak. And I'm like, right. what, like, what's going through your brain, man? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, like, I personally cannot understand. Like, I would support you a thousand percent, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not black. So I I don't understand. So it, it was very confusing to me. I made a comment on the post, and uh, I haven't got to reach back. But you know, it's it's one of those things where I want you to speak truth to power. I want to sp- I want to hear what you have to say. I want to give you a forum. I I want I I, I have thousands of people listening from all around the world right now. From right. Russia to Belarus to Chile to you know to Bangladesh, we have thousands of people listening to us right now. Right now, we have three thousand people listening to us right now. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the important thing is is that you know you didn't did you not know that before? No. I just came yeah. and was ready to talk to you. Yeah. And be and, and, with you. And you've been very honest, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you greatly. And and, and the important thing is that we get the truth out, and that right. you're speaking truth to power. And you've been very sensitive and very articulate about what you've been saying. You've been, I would say you've been very careful about what you've been saying. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But, but you know, that's within character of, of all of us. We need to be careful about what we're saying because we want, we want our voices to be heard. We don't want, we don't want to sound like animals. Right. We don't want to sound like crazy people. We want people to hear what we have to say. And uh, I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate uh, you having me, brother. Thank you. And have me back anytime, man. I'll have you back a thousand times, man. You're a great guy, and and uh, and I, I had to deepen my voice about two times in order to catch up with you, because <laughs> you have a silky, you have a silky voice. So I had to double you right. over. Yeah, I know. I had, I had to double you over a couple times. Like, no, there's no way this guy's gonna double me over. No way. <laughs> I appreciate you, my friend. And uh, all right, brother. Thank you know, you. Uh, thank you for having the guts to be on here today, and thank you for sharing your experience with us. And uh, God bless you, and and please be careful. And likewise, uh, you too. Yeah, and, and just just be safe out there. And if there's anything I can do for you, I'm always here for you, man. Appreciate it. Likewise, thank you, man, and thank you for your listeners. Thank you, my friend. We're going to give you a clap out here as we give everybody else. Here you go. Here's your clap out as everybody deserves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, brother. You have a great night, huh? Take care. You too. Take care, man. Later. You want to talk about great people? You want to talk about caring people? 
You want to talk about truth power? You want to talk about being kind? You want to talk about being articulate? You want to talk about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. If you need an education on that, then you need an education on American history. I don't have the time, nor the will, nor the desire to teach that to you. You give me a call, if you text me, maybe I have that time to have a discussion with you. Thank you, Vincent Ward, for being part of our team tonight, for talking about Black Lives Matter for forgotten people. This is our third show of Forgotten People. Which is meant for the disenfranchised. And I, I made this show originally for the homeless. I made it for Skid Row. I had doctors and physicians and social workers talk about the homeless and what they're going through. But I felt it necessary to change that venue to Black Lives Matters so we can talk to people, hear their point of view, whether we agree or whether we don't, hear what they have to say about their experiences, about being a black American. I want to bring this venue to you. I think it's very important. And these people have sucked their neck out and have been very kind. To be the kind of people who want us to understand. I want to understand, don't you? We're in the middle of a pandemic, and I've said a thousand times, do you want to be a better person? Do you want to be a worse person? Listen to people around you. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to what people care about. Please. I beg of you, let's make this world a better place. If this coronavirus, Black Lives Matters, yada, 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 didn't conclude at the exact same time, I wouldn't see a connection. This is a connection. We are here together. And the only way we can get through this is together as a family. 
I love you all. I care for every single one of you. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're safe. And I hope you're listening to these people who are sticking their neck out for you, who are caring for you, who want you to understand where they're coming from. This has been Forgotten People. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for listening. But don't listen. Understand. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.